0: What's up, EDM champions? This week on Beyond the Beats, we've got new music from the likes of Ganja White Knight, Charmi and Martin Horger, and a stacked Alex Perez collab. Plus, I asked Samir a blind question and we discuss honestly the elephant in the room in the music industry, inflation. Samir, let's get it, brother. <laughs>
1: Let's get it indeed. What's up, EDM champions? Welcome to episode 139 of Beyond the Beats, a podcast about EDM news and culture. And when we say EDM, okay, we're not talking about electro diode machine, okay? We're not talking (laughs) about eclectic Danish men. We're talking about electronic dance music. What we all love. That's why we're here. That's why we are EDM champions. And it's my turn for the on repeat this week Mm -hmm. and i love this song i love this artist i love seeing him play live i love listening to his tunes but i just especially love this song from him because the first time i heard it it was unreleased at the time and i was just like wow like christoph is really bringing in with this track right here so without further ado my on repeat this week is christoph's track sleepless nights take a listen
0: boy, my man. This is a song that causes sleepless nights when you're hearing it live. Warehouse, wherever you may be. Maybe even just me listening to it in bed. I'm like, fuck, I can't sleep now. I've got to listen to this on repeat, nonstop, all night till the sun comes up. Just to
1: kind of recreate one of his sunrise sets. Dude, honestly, like progressive house in general is just such a wonderful genre. And I've always been a big fan of it ever since I first started getting into EDM. And I just love Kristoff and I love his take on it. I just love how dark he can get. But I also love like some of his lighter tracks as well. The man has so much range. And Mm. anytime I come across his music on Spotify again, like I'm just always so blown away. And then, of course, seeing him at Crossed in March was such a great time. (laughs) That set was amazing. So I just love revisiting his music, especially this song right here. Alec, Mm. loaded episode, my friend let's get it loaded indeed yes indeed ladies and gentlemen edm champions welcome
0: to the new music section except we've revamped it for the year of 2022 so instead of just running through a bunch of new music where we just give our thoughts on it we're gonna give our real thoughts on it we moved the rating scale down a little bit earlier into the episode so samir please without further ado Let everyone know how we do this section.
1: Here on Beyond the Beats, we have our very own unique rating scale and it ranges from levels one through five. Level one is what we call one listen. It's where you listen to a track and you're probably never ever gonna listen again, but you're encouraging other people to give it a listen. Level two is what we call background noise. It's when a song comes on, it's playing in the background, you're not gonna really do anything with it, you might be doing other things, you're not too bothered by it, but it's there to keep you company. Level three is what we call turn it up. It's when a song comes on, you grab the volume knob and you turn it up. Level four is what we call just bought tickets. It's when you listen to a piece of music, you listen to an artist and you immediately look up the next time that they're coming to your town and you gotta buy those tickets. And level five is speechless. It's just you and the music. The song transports you into another world and literally leaves you speechless. So to recap, level one is one listen. Level two is background noise. Level three is turn it up. Level four is just bought tickets. And level five is speechless. Let's get back to it. All right.
0: Thank you, my man. I think we got to start off with a very interesting track. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. It's been a while since we've talked about him on the pod. Okay, he's a, he's a big star. DJ Snake, you know, everyone kind of knows him. And he's come out with a, a very flavorful type of track, let's just say. Okay, the name of the track is called Disco Margaret. Let's take a listen.
1: Alec, I got one question for you, okay? Where's the disco baby? Where is it? Where was where was the
0: disco? Uh, but was it was this a bit of false advertising perhaps? Yeah, or? the title yeah, is we a bit misleading. I was
1: dude, I had my I had my sparkly sequined suit on ready to go, disco ball coming down from the ceiling. I was like, DJ Snake's about to set a vibe. And he set a vibe, but the title was a bit misleading. I think Mm, it's really mm -hmm. cool to see DJ Snake still really lean to like this Middle Eastern, South Asian influence in his tracks. I think it's really neat. I would love to see more of it, especially in the mainstream. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I will say though, this song is annoying as hell, okay? It's far too repetitive. And there's just so much of like this nasal effect in the lead instrument that it's hard not to get irritated once in a while honestly dude when i listened to this track i was like holy shit i need a drink okay so that's how (laughs) i'm feeling right now level
0: level two out of five background noise for me what did you think damn you know you're gonna make my rating look a little bit kind of off i guess now because I, i i enjoyed the track wasn't enough though for me to want to be like, yeah, let's let's turn this up. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is for me like something nice to have in the background, but I don't think I'm as negative as you are on the track. But having here you, you know, with that little bit of critique there in terms of the nasalness right in the lead, I, I now just thinking back to it can pick up on that. It didn't quite irk me as much as it did you, but you know, uh for me it just wasn't anything that's gonna make me be like this has to be put on big loud speakers wherever I go. So I'm giving it level two out of five as well.
1: And I just want to quickly point out before we move on to the next song, I am of Indian descent. So I've heard music with these types of instruments before, pretty much growing up all my life. So, you know, it's really about the context of the song and how it's used and how it fits in Mm -hmm. with the rest of this track. I don't hate these instruments in general, but in this particular track, I don't like it. So... Mm -hmm that's Mm -hmm. where i'm coming from on this perfectly
0: fair not it's not always right just because you include it doesn't automatically mean it's going to be a banger
1: right right? exactly my friend exactly all right alec let's switch up the vibes a little bit my man where are we going next all right all right yes (laughs) a big vibe switch indeed and you know just just so everyone knows
0: a little bit of a forewarning when i was putting the show notes together for this week decided to kind of go a little bit heavier you know i've been getting slack from edm (laughs) champions from Samir for just being Mr. Househead all the time. All right, well, you know what? We're about to turn this shit up. Ganja White Knight, okay, teamed up with LS Dream for a new track called Bad Man. Come on, let's give this a spin.
1: Everyone's been saying
0: that ever since you moved to Florida, you've gotten soft on us, man. I I, I don't know why because it's just like Florida's not really the place. I, I think it's just I like miss my house shows that I always get at SF and in California. So I've just doubled down on the
1: on the house. Just listening, you to are it, soft, dude. But I, I gotta say, yeah, this you collaboration, think of this? this collaboration is anything but soft. It is such mm. a great team up between these two artists. Yes. Like, there's definitely points in this track where you can sort of pinpoint who did what, but there are points where you just can't tell who had the heavier influence in a, in a particular phrase of the track. And I just love the reggae influence from Ganja, Elstream really mm-hmm. kicking it in with some floating, like ethereal synths, and they both just equally contributed on those heavier bass lines and drum patterns. And I am a big fan of this. So this is going to be uh, a level 3 out of 5 turn up for me, man. No problem there. What did you think? I'm such a big fan of this track. I mean, I love Ganja
0: White Knight and Ellis Dream both individually. And I will pay, you know, money to go see them have their individual ones, but then to see them come and collaborate together. It's, it's just, it's a masterpiece. It's, it's beautifully done. It's exactly, it should be shown in the book of like how to make a collaboration, right? It should be on one of the first pages there because they did it expertly. You can hear both of their individual styles. Plus, you know, that third part which so many collaborations miss is where they get to blend both of their styles together and I thought they did a fantastic job. I mean, you could almost picture them kind of going back to back while yeah. adding in different oh. parts of the songs and just getting in a state of flow. You've got Ellis Dream burning his incense, Ganger White Knight burning his... You know what? Something so else. It, something else. Some other type of herb, uh, right? It's just going on. It's going on and I love it. So for that reason, I'm giving this a level four out of five just bought tickets. I thought Let's this was go. a, a wow. wonderful track. Well, I, I'm just very mad that I miss Ganja White Knight EDCT. So yeah. uh, it's just such a good time. Like just hearing this live, like all these different layers that they add to the songs, uh, including L-Stream, really come alive in a live setting as well. So that's also why you should buy tickets. But moving forwards to a, an, another like another heavy song samir Big was probably one. very surprised like oh this is a tech house what's going on here yeah. well you <laughs> totally. know what this I is like a garbage city <laughs> or is it no i was just kidding uh, you know i like bass music too okay folks here you. this is this is you. how this is i'm going to show you that i've got some taste here because shades alex perez and e-prom that's stacked stacked collaboration right there teamed up for a brand new track called dark wing take a listen.
1: Damn, the, dude, let's go. Like, these are the types of bass sets and bass tracks I want to hear when I attend a bass show in person, okay? Like, mm-hmm, I would actually mm-hmm. go to a one day festival if the lineup consisted of intricate bass music like this that we just heard from Shades, Alex mm. Pres, and EPROM on Dark Darkwing. Uh, you know, I'm looking to be transported into a dark place, you know, not participate in a, in a mosh pit on every drop, or, you know, I wanna be thinking about what I'm hearing. And not grabbing the rail and headbanging. You know what I mean? Like those activities are not for me. And that's why I tend to gravitate away from bass music. Because I just can't get into a lot of those mainstream bass tunes. Okay? But this shit brought me right back. And this is why I love dance music right here. This is an insane collaboration. The lines have been absolutely blurred of who contributed what part of this. It's Mm. so raw and refined and unique. I can go on and on but these guys really did it. This is a level four out of five just bought tickets for me. I'm really impressed.
0: Yes, sir. Here we go. It's a level four out of five just bought tickets for me as well for practically every single reason that you have mentioned. It's just, it's wonderful. Now, I know people who may be fans of Eprom might be like, this isn't necessarily the most groundbreaking track of his, but I think just how everybody came together here yeah. and just created something that also had like a lot of tension in it. There was a lot of tension, a lot of oh, build up, God. and a subtle progression. And that's something that you don't always see in bass music tracks, even in this more experimental type of zone of bass music. So that's why I'm just notching it up
1: from a level three to a level four out of five. Fantastic addition to this week's show notes, man. And of course... We got one more track. You know, yes, Alec you was did. like, I'm going to stay away from the house music. I'm going to stay away from the house music. And then he's like, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. But we
0: love <laughs> these two artists. Who are we talking about? I, I just couldn't do it. I was sweating. I was like, when I was typing it up, I'm like, shit, I have to. I have to. You know, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I have to put some house music in there. But I think everybody's going to understand why. Because Charmy and Martin Horger teamed up. They finally have teamed up when they've just you know they've been looking to work together for a while but they finally teamed up for what some people i kid you not quotes around social media calling this the song of the summer the name of the track is the
1: calling let's take a listen Bring the alarm baby, it's a banger. This is such a dope song and it just plays cool. so well into their strengths. I mean, if there's one thing that really stood out to me, I think Martin really just brought his impeccable percussion, especially on the drop. Like, you know, as soon as that drops, you're like, oh shit, that's Martin right there. That's my man, Martin, doing his damn thing. The breaks are so heavy on the Chami influence and I feel like they just both really contributed to that overall yes. gospel aura. And I just love this. It's such an effortless pairing. And it's just a song that you really want to hear when you want to feel uplifted. I'm absolutely stoked on this. Another level four out of five just bought tickets. I would love Ooh. to see these two back-to-back because I think it'd be so sick. What did you think? I think that back-to-back might happen because
0: Martin can bring some of the more bouncier and even like deeper, darker bass house type of vibes. 100%. But what I love about his contribution to this and just the way that he fit in and you know had this flow with Charmy it's definitely the the next direction I think in the sound that he's cultivated. Like everyone kind of knows him for "You Don't," right? That was one of his big first ones, and, and I can't even. There's just so many other ones, right? But he's established that type of sound. But this is a track where it's like he's been starting to like lean a little bit more this way in terms of his production. But you haven't heard too much of it. But it just this is like the type of stuff that's just going to create such an all round set for him, and yes. I think also just lends him to do these amazing back to back. Uh, you know sessions with the king of confession himself charmy so Sorry. i think we're going to see some back to backs coming on in the future because people were loving this stuff on social media i'll, I'll uh, put in the show notes some links to some reactions it's pretty funny like people were just having a blast with this one hell yeah
1: dude no honestly fantastic fantastic addition to the new music section right here honestly i'm feeling very good about this new music that we just talked about like you know I, i've too. had a tough day uh, i had a tough
0: week at work yeah well they've been pushing you hard they're making been, you work they've for they've been it. pushing me
1: hard they're making me work for those checks but uh, it's all worth it in the end you know what i mean and uh, just getting up on here on the microphones sort of letting those stresses of work kind of dissipate away and talking about music Mm -hmm. with you, one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. It's just right. Mm -hmm. It just feels right. So thank you so much, man, for for putting together these amazing tracks for our new music section. Alec, if the EDM champions want to get connected to this new music that we just talked about, how do they do that? Of course, go to beyondthebeats.co forward slash episode 139.
0: That's going to be the webpage for this show notes. It's going to have links to everything that we've just talked about and will talk about later on in the episode. And while you're there, feel free to check out the rest of the website as well. We've got show notes from other episodes. We've got playlists. We've got everything that you could want beyond the beats. But we also want to hear from you on social media. Let us know what you think of the show. Do you think that we're wrong on certain things? Would you have given, you know, a speech list of some? We just, we love hearing this type, that type of feedback from the community. So on Instagram, we're at btb.pod. On Twitter, we're at pod btb. My personal Twitter is Alec underscore btb and Samir's is Samir underscore
1: btb. Thank you, man. Thank you for doing that. Um, You know, of course. Like I said, I I love getting up on here, talking about new music with you because new music is really, it, mm-hmm. the, the music is really the lifeblood of our scene. You know what I mean? Yes. It, it keeps keeps things moving forward. But then if you want to take that to, you know, the next step of like what really makes the scene amazing, it's the people, you know, it's the people that come together at the events, at the shows, that participate in online discussions, you know what I mean? And then, you know, beyond that, it's the live events, right? Like... The live events, really, Mm -hmm. there's nothing like it, you know, like you can go into any other genre, but there is nothing as much of an experience as live dance music events, right? And if you want to take your dance music event experience to the next level, okay, Mm -hmm. I got a simple, simple solution for you, okay? Oh, you Wait, t- what oh, is it? You oh, you tell us I'll what it. I'll lay is? it on you, baby. It's our sponsor, Fest Flags, F E S T F L A G S dot com. Go. Okay, they are in the business of bringing people together. Okay, you get separated at the rave. You're like, oh no, like what do I do? I'm all alone. You know, this is such a strange place. There's so many strange people and strange sounds. How am I going to find anybody? Don't worry about it, okay. Don't worry about it, okay. Because all you have to do is look up in the air, okay. And look for your group's flag, okay? Oh, is that a Maryland flag? That's not my group. That's not my group over there. Oh, is that like a Pike flag? Like the fraternity Pike? Nah, that's <laughs> not them. Oh, the Booty Busters. There they are. <laughs> oh, there the they booty are. Buses. That's
0: everybody's flag though.
1: <laughs> there they are. And best of all, if your group wants to make a flag, you get 10% off when you use our code BTBPOD. So log on to festflags.com, enter the code BTBPOD, get that flag ready for your next festival or rave. Alec. News and culture. Mm. I'm sure you've been experiencing the same thing that I've been experiencing, right? Like, you go to the gas station, and you're just like, holy shit, how much did it cost me to fill up my tank? You know? You go to uh, you go to yeah. the grocery store. You go to Costco. You're like, holy shit, how much did it cost me for these veggie straws? This is crazy. <laughs> That's the veggie straw's is not a good deal, though, man. Gas prices, veggie straw prices, and now festival, you know, ticket prices, rave ticket prices, just yeah, the cost of putting on events clubs
0: what's going on here right now man let's hear it well i think it's the the operating costs right i think that's the 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 major kill obviously for the consumer seeing high prices and we're seeing high prices as a result of the the sharp increase in operating costs so uh what while this is not uh the article at least that we're referring to here in MixMag is not universal they have been seeing uh, in the uk At the very least, that over 50% of businesses are seeing a 30% increase in operating costs compared to pre pandemic levels. So it's like, you know, you've survived the pandemic era in terms of, you know, I know that's still going on. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in terms of barely, but barely restrictions, right? Everything barely put that on. You kind of pivoted, you did whatnot, then you're opening it up. And now we've got inflation in us and the uh, inflation hitting us. And then we've got that recession that is just inevitable that will be coming forward so you got to raise your prices it's going to impact the consumers as well probably less people coming due to increased prices or you may not even be able to uh you know shift the cost to the consumer because just the pure cost of operation is just too high yeah it's it's kind of an elephant i think in the room right now like people are just so happy to be back uh you know to in-person you know real life raves that we haven't really been discussing some of the upcoming challenges and hurdles that we're going to be that are currently here, but are going to be m- even more felt in the coming months, uh, and even the coming year. So it's just something that we've got to keep an eye on. And just me personally, one thing I'd like to say is a, a separate takeaway from this before handing it over to you, Samir, is that I, I think it's just very, very important right now, more than ever, that if you can support your local venues, support your local promoters even if you know keep track of the promoters that are putting stuff on right there's usually a promoter that's doing something with a nightclub right you'll you'll see it on the on the ticket who's putting it on you know go support them wherever they're doing shows in your area so not just the the venue but also the promoter as well and it's just gonna really help them stay afloat and and fight this uh, this inflation
1: Dude, uh, that's a great point, and that was a point that I was hoping to make. I'm like, oh, I'm so profound. i want to make this point, but yeah, just <laughs> got uh, to me first. Uh, great minds think alike. It's okay. Great minds think alike, and you know, we're such a fan of making sure that like underground promoters and underground artists are taking care of and getting the recognition that they need, and hopefully, yep. you know, mm-hmm. getting that increase of profits that they need to survive. So I'm I'm really happy that you brought that up. But you know, while this article is specific to the UK and what's going on over there the effects of inflation are rippling all throughout the world, you know? Oh, yeah. And there's mm-hmm. been plenty of discussion about this looming recession or sort of like a, a balance that needs to be achieved. There's a lot of discussion around it. That's not necessarily why we're here to talk about that. But I do want to say, like, I am concerned as a consumer, right? As somebody who loves to go to club nights, as somebody who loves to go to festivals, as somebody who loves to buy drinks at these places, and as somebody who likes to just you know, maybe I'll get a table or something. I rarely ever do that. But like, if I want to do that, you know, it's going to become more and more expensive. It's going to be inaccessible for people to partake in. And what's going to happen, right? When something becomes more and more more expensive. Groups of people that are part of a lower socioeconomic class don't have as much of an opportunity to take part in these amazing events that we all love, right? And that's just a shame, okay? Because one thing that makes dance music events so amazing is that we have people from all walks of life coming, right? Like I love reading on Reddit or like on Facebook groups about people talk about like, you know, I worked overtime to go, to go to EDC Vegas. I saved up so much. I, I you know, n- didn't go to this event because I want to allocate the funds to go to this event. And now that's going to be even harder for people who need to make those sacrifices to come to these events. And when that happens, we lose diversity and crowd and we lose perspectives coming from mm-hmm. all walks of life and that's just a shame and you know you're thinking to yourself like oh like at a club like it doesn't you know you don't really feel those effects at a club and to a certain extent i'll agree with that but well, when it comes to now. festivals, for now at least right? for now for now but when it comes to festivals that sort of representation from all walks of life that can really be felt at festivals And i just don't want to lose that right beyond that dude i don't know about you right but like when it came to buying the edc vegas ticket when it came to buying the shuttle passes and all that right things were more expensive this year and yeah i didn't
0: o- no- i did notice that mm-hmm. and
1: we're only now starting to feel the effects of that inflation right so that means that in the coming years things are going to become even more expensive i've had to look at my festival schedule and calendar and like be like okay i actually need to cut out this event because the flights no. are too expensive there. I need to... Well,
0: that, that's the other thing too is the transportation, right? So it might not even be the festival's fault or anything like that. They may not even be really increasing prices. It could be just the cost of getting there and then the accommodation, if not provided from the festival itself, could be just, you know, egregiously more expensive, which it certainly is the case depending exactly. on where you're coming from, right? Exactly. Too, because you get those relative rates of uh, travel, right? Like you flying from california to the east coast right just now for in the summer it's just absolutely absurd insane it's crazy how expensive things have become you could basically transportation. fly it's you could basically fly to europe if you're on the east coast i, I mean know. it's about the same cost you know like, for likewise
1: instance. for for asia like if i wanted to go to asia right. it's the same thing from the west coast so you know i i like i just want to kind of re i just want to hammer home your point about the fact that like Let's be even more conscious now to support local promoters because those are the people that that hurt when things like this happen. And the ones that are promoting diversity
0: too. Like I want to make sure that you know when the pro- we're supporting these local promoters, right? You should be supporting all of them, but particularly make sure to put pressure on and continue the pressure on because I think we got on a good roll recently with pressuring promoters uh you know and talent scouts to be putting on people of diverse different backgrounds let's not lose sight of that because yeah. you know the wallet's getting a little tight now right so yeah. they we're going to be a little totally. bit lax on that be like okay you can get mr whitey mcwhite you know and his all his friends on the lineup right like let's have let's have some more diversity and let's not lose sight of that because in the times of economic turmoil we do, as a society, tend to kind of like fall back on some of the, you know, the more the social justice type of issues like that. When there's not necessarily a need to, it just becomes that way because it's easier, right?
1: So let, let's not lose any of the progress that we've started to make. Is all I'm yeah. trying to say. Big thing here: artists really get hurt during times like this. We saw it happen with the coronavirus, uh, which is still ongoing, but to a lesser extent now. And so it's just important to continue to support your favorite artists, especially those who are up and coming. Alec, Without that was some down. wholesome shit there. Okay, That was some
0: wholesome, wholesome stuff there. And it's all very true. It's something that we really need to keep on our focal point right now. But something that I need you to focus on for just oh the next few different minutes. No, no, no. This time it's not getting as crazy. I've decided to to ratchet it back a little bit because you never know when we come in with a crazy type of question. But I think That's you right. appreciate this question, especially in retrospect of the conversations that we've had in the past two episodes about our festival you know, uh, experience at EDC Las Vegas. Okay. So my question for you, Samir, is that if you could ideally create any type of festival, it could be that you control the lineups to the location to most importantly, the format and the experience, what would that be? And what are some of the things that you'd be looking for? And how would you separate yourself from any festival that's going on right now in the world?
1: You know, it's so funny that you bring this up because I have thought about this before. I figured know? you would. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to
0: hear your answer. I figured. So let, let, let's hear it. What's take your take your time. You gotta articulate, you know, the vision.
1: Yeah. So what I'm what I'm gonna do here is I'm going to pull a couple of different aspects from different um from different festivals. And mm-hmm. I'm also going mm-hmm. to add in my own twist to some things, okay? Because I believe Beautiful. that a lot of the major festivals out there are actually doing a lot of really amazing and fascinating things, you know? Beautiful. One thing that immediately comes to mind is Tomorrowland. I mm-hmm. love their global representation. I love how much emphasis they put on making tickets available for people from every single country in this world. Like everybody will have a chance uh, to get these tickets, right? So what they do is, uh, when the tickets go on sale, uh, if you are like one of the first twenty people in a particular country to sign up for the sale, you get that. You get a ticket. You know what I mean? Because Tomorrowland tickets are very hard to to come by, right? But I just love that. Every single country has, like, the first 20 signups you are guaranteed to get a ticket. That's very important to me. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I I want that to be a part of my dream festival. Beyond that, the dusk till dawn of EDC Vegas is one of my favorite aspects of going to this festival. (laughs) Um, And on top of that, the remote location of it. Like, yes, it's in Las Mm. Vegas. It's about 15 miles outside of the Las Vegas Strip. And I love that because that means that there's nobody around no sound ordinances that you have to worry about. Pissed off neighbors like Ultra and all that. I love that. <laughs> so I am going to take that sort of remote location of EDC Vegas and the Dust Till Dawn and then the global representation of Tomorrowland, put them together, okay? Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. one thing that I love about Ultra is its proximity to the water. So I would love if that remote location can be on some sort of like remote beach or right by like a beautiful lake or something like that, okay? So that's, those are my like sort of, Top three things from the festivals that are already in place. But one thing that I think is very important that I some festivals do this well with and some festivals don't do this well with is making sure that people know where to go if they need help. You know what I mean? And making sure that's abundantly clear that if you go to a med tent, if you go to like a place, like a chill out zone, right, you won't get in trouble. Okay. You will Mm -hmm. be taken care of. You won't be ejected. You won't be arrested, whatever it may be. I I want a festival that really drives that point home. And I think EDC tries to do that, but there's still so much ambiguity about Mm -hmm. what would happen if I go to a a med tent, right? I need some help. Okay, that's really important to me. So I think the global representation really creates a beautiful vibe there. But one thing that I would do is I would also take, like let's say a festival has this many people for 100% capacity, cut it down by about 15%. So Mm. the 85% capacity is the max capacity of the festival creating more space uh and making the crowds just a little bit less thick making it a little bit more easy to navigate okay and then finally just promoting an environment of good vibes the production's amazing the music is amazing but the people who bring their positive energy and their positive vibes that makes like that makes or breaks a festival for me you know and in order to get into the festival you have to pass a vibe check you have to pass a vibe check. Okay, <laughs> all right. So you you walk into the festival. You know what I mean. Like if you're in a grumpy mood, try again in thirty minutes, buddy. Try again in thirty <laughs> minutes. Okay. There's, there's a there's a grumpy there's a grumpy mood pen right over there. Go go over there and and go see how other grumpy people are. <laughs> <Go> sulk. <laughs> yeah. Go sulk over there. Then you come back. Okay. Very important. And then finally, one last thing I want to point out here is a community service initiative. Okay. Mm-hmm where that means that everybody brings a, like a group brings a packet of diapers to be donated, uh, like a can for a canned food drive in order to enter the festival, whatever. At some point throughout the weekend, three days, you need to bring a piece of, like a piece of needed items to be donated to the local community. That's awesome. I like
0: that a lot. That's a wonderful idea. I'm not, there might be a festival that does that, but that is a really cool idea. And honestly, man, all your ideas are excellent. We could have our own, you know, separate topic, I think, to discuss what an ideal festival in our minds would be. Because, you know, there's a few points in there that I'd love to go back and um, forth with you on. So let, let's yeah. keep that kind of in the yeah. back pocket to think about. You know what's about, really funny, because- Alec?
1: This is actually a question that I have for you in my draft, ah, in my notes. Uh, so I, going- I've, I've had this one on the back burner for you as
0: well. Yeah. Well, at some point you can ask me that, and then maybe we can open it up to more of a kind of a conversation yeah. where we go back, because obviously each you know thing that you you do is going to have some type of uh, not a, a consequence—that's not the right word—but it's going to have a knock-on effect that you've also got to consider. So that's why I think the festival planning thing is so much fun. Yeah. So uh, we should definitely get into that at some point. Totally. But do. My man, great picks. That sounds like a lot. I, I would buy tickets to that.
1: Hell yeah. Well, fantastic question, bro. I really appreciate that. That's that's a really thoughtful question. I've thought about it a lot. So thanks for letting me sort of ramble on about that. But dude, let's get back to the music, okay? There, because baby. we have I'm some ready. great picks this week for the uh, artists that we're watching.
0: Yes, we do. We really, really do. I, I, I was just so surprised by the person that you led with, like, in a good way, in a good way, because it's just... I don't think you've ever picked someone from this style before.
1: This is just a, a really new genre that I'm like starting to get into, right? You you remember when we were on our way to EDC Vegas, right? And yes. uh I, I played some grime in the in the,
0: in the SCT. <laughs> yes,
1: like, I I'm just getting really infatuated with like UK-based, UK born genres I love like it. grime. I love it. And in this case, UK Garage, baby. <laughs> Let's go. I'm so excited about it. this track. I, I love long this song. Say it. Oh um, my God. So, my artist that I'm watching this week, Joe Burger. Okay. <laughs> it's a
0: great f- fucking name. H-
1: how do people come up with these names? I don't know, but I love it's to perfect. see it nonetheless. But, my artist that I'm watching this week, Joe Burger, I mean, one thing that I love about this guy is he's just got the chops in everything. Mm. Okay. When I looked at the song credits for this particular track that I'm about to play, it's just him, right? Production, written, performed by, it's just him. And that's where I'm just like, my man's got it. My man's really, really got it here, right? And so the beat is slick, which you kind of expect from UK Garage, but the beat is slick and the lyrics are even slicker than that. And that's why I just love this track. So without further ado, EDM champions. I hope you're ready for something different. My artist that I'm watching this week is Joe Berger with his track, Bad Decisions. Take a listen in my craft since I was 17 getting served at the bars we counterfeit IDs two for one special my WKDs now I'm up a couple ranks and I've earned these stripes I've been stuck in taxi ranks with a bird each side cause I bunked it I pulled cause I burped all night plus I'm sick of hearing talk about purple life. hands up if you good at bad decisions chatting crud to a random in someone's kitchen mixing weed and alcohol I don't smoke so no wonder that I'm feeling stranded with double vision live and learn but we never really learn
0: Hanging, saying never again the famous words till I feel it good again Friday creeping in again I can feel a bad decision creeping in can't lie everyone
1: has got a watch to watch the cash yeah. Sitting in chilling on my jack, Jones, yeah. Everybody's out on the lash, out, I'll end, I'll pay you but missing out, get to land up on your back, cash we smash, bringing waves in. A lot of- Decisions that I'm making I'm about to break In the cave Thing was no good Story ever starts When you stay in, stay in Everybody's got to watch The cash flow Sitting in,
0: chilling On my Jack Jones Everybody's out On the lash pro People are missing out Kiss a lend your will pay you back bro. Cash me splash Bringing waves in A lot of bad decisions That I'm making I'm about to break In the cave Thing was no good Story ever starts When you stay in, stay in, stay in, stayed in stayed Yes, in, man in. Thank, you, thank, yes, you, thank you, thank you uh, This is, uh, it's just It warms my heart to see that you, you're bringing sounds that, you know, I never thought you would bring or we'd ever really have on the podcast or yet yeah, alone talk about. But it's something I'm very, very familiar with. This is wonderful. I mean, I haven't heard of Joe Berger before. So what's up, Joe Berger? What's what up, what's amazing- up? What a fantastic pick. It's just, as you said, I, I can't really say more than what she did already. It's just, it's slick. It's silky. It's smooth. It's got it's everything that you want. And it's sexy. Yeah, That's just the best combination of it when you're one, two stepping, but you also got some grime on top. It's, it's wonderful. Just, I, I have no Thank idea how you, you came it. across it, but I'm
1: glad that you did. Yeah, it, it's, it's so funny. Like what will be introduced to you via spotify you know what i mean and it's just yeah. that's that's why i love this song Wonderful. and um know, yeah, i just want to say like i think there's a real art in lyricism as well right yes, and there is one one thing for me before we move on to your pick because you got an amazing pick but one thing for me is like i don't really like lyrics in my edm tracks right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's because a lot of it can sort of sound very cliche the same thing over and over again and it just doesn't do it for me. But when I hear somebody as smooth as Joe Berger on his own track, on his own production, that gets me super psyched, right? And, like, that's why I love listening to the beat, but I also love listening to the lyrics here. So, anyways, <laughs> that's my pick. Alec? Wonderful. Oh, I'm so stoked. Go for it, baby. Let's
0: go. Oh, man. You know, so, for this person, I, I did have the pleasure last year to catch uh, him live. Where? And... In San Francisco, actually, it was a last-minute type of thing. (laughs) Cold Live was playing at ten fifteen. Yeah, so he is—he was—he was was streaming, doing a lot of streaming music under Gents and Jawns. Yeah, and now he's created his own thing called Jawns, and this—it's like I'm not even doing much of an intro because I'm not entirely sure which of the songs of his that I really wanted to put on the show. It was just so difficult because his diversity of sounds within the sound that he's created is just superb. It's, it's wonderful. He's got kind of this boys noise distorted aesthetic with the old school rhythm of, of trap and just blend it together it's it's really wonderful so rather than one of his uh more well-known songs uh you know and he's still kind of just you know breaking into his own but he's starting to get really big with support from people like uh, you know the king himself rl grime yeah got a few releases on sable valley so i'm gonna play you one of those that maybe not not as many people will know but when i heard this live i just was like i was just I was dumbfounded. It's such a great song. So ladies and gentlemen, EDM champions, this is Jones with his track, Psycho.
1: There, there are so many artists that are just forming the way for like this new wave of trap. You know, Mm -hmm. Sable Valley as a record label, headed up by Arl Grime, is obviously like on the forefront of that. Very well aware of that. But Johns is just one of those artists that I've been watching for quite some time as well. So when I saw him on the on our show notes document, I was just like, "Oh, this is a no fucking brainer." Are you kidding me? Like, of course, (laughs) Uh... of course, he deserves to be up here, man. Are you kidding me right now? Like. But John's is just one of those artists that is just in their own lane. They're all the way on the left side of the five and they're just speeding down. There's no traffic for miles, okay? This guy's just doing his own thing. I love what you said about the distortion uh, a la boys' noise with that trap structure because I think that's such a perfect way to put it, especially with this track right here. I'm stoked, man. Like, what is it about? What is it about trap in general that's just getting you excited right now? Let's hear it. Well, just well, people like this and doing yeah. very interesting things
0: and borrowing from other sounds and aesthetics and just being incredibly creative with it. And that, and that's that's what you know we like to see. Uh, not on the show, but also people in general like to. It's just it's just a really really neat thing to witness because it keeps it interesting and it keeps it relevant. So I I think. You know, he's he's getting a lot of support from big names already. You know, Insomniac has started pushing him a lot more. He was actually at EDC, but unfortunately, we got there a little bit too late one of the days in order to catch. But I was just saying, like, seeing on the live set, I was like, wow, this was... It, it, it's just every song, you know, and he played mostly his own, uh, I believe, just flows into... One another, and it's just it's just fantastic, and he throws in some wave in there as well it's it's wonderful it's it's definitely something that I recommend seeing live to get an even more clearer perspective and understanding of it, right yeah. because there is a lot of distortion, so depending on how how you're listening to it, you may not totally understand it, but when you're seeing it live, it's just the the separation of the layers you know, it's just it's it's just wonderful. You get that that baseline going, you've got that trap structure, but just with all this other distortion more on the high end, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, there's not too much uh, else, you know, like it out there right now. So if you get a chance, go see him. Hell yeah, dude.
1: Hell yeah. I mean, this is like one of my favorite parts about this show, right? Is the fact that we get to talk about amazing underground artists. And I know oh, that we have a number sure. of artists that also listen to our show as well. You know what I mean? And I think if there's one thing that we really look for right when we want to feature artists in this show, it's, it's like, what are you doing? That's unique. Like, what are you doing? That is unique to the genre that you're in, you know, because there's a lot of artists out there and I love to see people expressing themselves creatively, but you know, if you really want to stand out, Mm -hmm. learn, you know, cut your teeth and then figure out how to differentiate your sound because that's, what's really going to grab people. Like the artists that we feature in this in this section, they f- they figured that out and they're continuing to develop. They're continuing to just like pave their own way. And if they keep at it with that energy and with that focus, they'll get there. And I just want to say to all the artists out there, if you if you follow those steps, if you find your way, you'll get there as well. Just keep it up. Never go. You know what I mean? Despite what's happening that. in the scene, Alec. Seriously, recording this podcast with you has put me in such a great mood for my weekend. (laughs) Uh, So thank you, man, for bringing those vibes, for bringing that energy. EDM champions, thank you for being you. I hope you're being good to yourself. Be, Be kind to yourself. I think that's the number one thing I want to drive home here. But we will see you all next week for another great episode of Beyond the Beats. And if you get a chance, Alec's birthday's on June 12th. So please <laughs> wish him a happy birthday via Damn Instagram. It.
0: At, <laughs> let at <it> least
1: <laughs> Via Instagram at btb.pod or, or his Twitter is at Alec underscore btb. But we we be see you soon. we'll That's be right. having some fun. That's right. We're going to be having a great time. We'll see you guys soon.